JM in the AM Thursday morning broadcast. Well, our our good friend, the sports rabbi, you know Rabbi Halakman in Israel, uh, our good friend, the sports rabbi, and I believe that's his Twitter handle, actually, right? Sports rabbi or the sports rabbi. He he made us aware of um, a really cool story and an amazing, uh, uh, really an amazing tale of a gentleman named Robert Rothbard who is playing for Hapoel Eilat as we speak in Israel. And uh, he has overcome a lot of challenges and obstacles and is now a proud ball player at seven feet, one inches uh, for Hapoel Eilat in Israel. Robert Rothbart is with us live via telephone. Robert, uh, shalom, shalom. Welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom, shalom, Nachum. It's such a pleasure for me to be a part of this. Thank I, you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. I mean, I'm sure your story is going to be quite inspirational to our listeners. L- let's start with this. Let's start from today, and then we'll move back for a moment. Um, how is Apoel Elat doing? How's the team doing so far this season? Apoel Elat, we're doing we're doing pretty well. We're pretty doing pretty decent. We started off a little bumpy in the beginning of the season, but We've uh, picked things up. In the meantime, we've beaten Hapoel um, Jerusalem and Maccabi Tel Aviv about two weeks ago. So we, we've uh, we've had some good victories and we've had some also terrible losses. But we're we're fighting for the playoffs, so we're okay. We're All right. Hey, when you mention you beat Maccabi Tel Aviv to this audience, that's quite significant. <laughs> everyone knows that they're usually. I hope, <laughs> everyone knows yeah, they're usually at the top. Yeah, they're usually the best team. I hope it's significant in a in a good way, not in a bad way. A hundred percent, that's for sure. Robert Rothbart with us from Israel. So you grow up, or I should say, you uh, you you're born in Yugoslavia. Uh, you end up leaving there. You lived in a total of twelve countries. Is that accurate? That's completely accurate. Yes. <laughs> and, and this is because of the movement that conditions forced your family to undertake. That was that was just the reality that your family faced uh, as you were growing up. Well, um, actually, only the first move was because of the war in Yugoslavia. Um, all the moves after that were were mainly uh, because of basketball, and some of them because of other family decisions my parents made. For example, when they chose to move from Israel to the United States, so that was just a um, a decision they made because they felt like it was a better future for them financially. But most of the moves had to do with me playing basketball in, in different countries in the world. Interesting. Uh, is this your first season in Israel, or you've done this before? Oh, no. This is my seventh season in Israel. Wow. Uh, not not consecutively. I had three. I had four seasons. I had one season, and then I had three seasons consecutively, and then I spent uh, four years playing in different countries in Europe, and now con- this is my third in a row here in Israel consecutively in a lot. Robert Rothbart's with us. Hapoel a lot speaking to us from Israel. He's uh, he's over seven feet uh, tall, and uh, he's a great ball player in the Holy Land. Uh, you, you talk about the um, experiences you've had and the opportunities that life has presented and the different challenges you've had to overcome. What can you tell this audience that might either, I don't know, sum up all of that or, or give us a perspective of what you've learned through this entire journey. Yeah, um, well, growing up as a kid in California, I was actually one of the top uh, prospects and recruits for, for colleges and actually for the NBA straight out of high school as, as, um, in, in, as a kid. Um, eventually, I, I was recruited highly by you know, most universities and 
Eventually, I, I signed for Indiana University. It was the year after they lost in the championship game of the NCAA uh, 13 or 14 years ago. But I decided to, uh, since I really wanted to be a professional basketball player and make it to the NBA, I decided to uh, pass on that and go and, and play professionally in France, in Paris, right out of high school at the age of 18. Uh, and actually, my, my third preseason game, I was heavily injured during a, um, during a game. I, I dislocated my shoulder, and that started kind of uh, a line of events that, that would lead me to realize that I wasn't going to be an NBA player and I wasn't going to become the, 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 the thing or, or I wasn't going to make the dream that I gave everything up, gave up my, my full scholarship in Indiana University and in UCLA and in Arizona and all the schools that were recruiting me. Um, and, and I was in a situation that I had to get myself out of it on my own. So um, with my hard work and the things that I've learned uh, and also about myself that I've learned that, that you know, sometimes we, we don't know what it is that we want, and sometimes the, the, the world seems like it's falling apart right under our, our, our legs, but actually, uh, in reality, we have everything we want right there, and we just need to dig that down inside and find who we are. And through those hardships, I can say that, um, you know, being a heavily recruited high school kid and being uh, on the way to success almost certainly... I know now that I'm a much stronger and much more valuable person to myself than I've gone through the hardships and the, and the moves that I've gone through. Um, if, I, if, I, if I had just succeeded, I don't know where I'd been, where I would be today, but I know that I've, I've, I've had an opportunity to find myself and find my inner strength through my hardships. And, and I think that's what's important, that people start looking at uh, hardships and obstacles as opportunities to make to make a change and to, to grow grow inside. Rob- look at look at look at those uh, obstacles with a smile on their face. Robert Rothbard from Israel. Um, how long does it take to get to that point? I, I would assume the initial weeks and months after an injury like, like you described, and and other times when the, when challenges you know uh, really sprouted forth in your life, it, 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 there is an immediate um, reaction which you know can can get one down can can dominate, you know, one negatively. How long does it take to, to bounce back from those types of episodes? Um, I can say that it doesn't take months. It, t- it took me years. It took me about five years of not knowing what I was doing. Still because I was seven foot tall and still because I was a really talented basketball player, I was able to secure myself, you know, uh, jobs in Europe and, and, and they call it a job, but it's, it's their teams that, you know, pay for my services, but I wasn't, uh, I wasn't there yet, you know, and I was, I was going through this process and, um, it takes a lot of failures, just like it takes a baby a lot of times to fall to learn to walk. It takes, takes us humans and grownups a lot of failures to learn, uh, about ourselves and, and what we're capable of doing. And, um, as long as we're digging deep down inside all the time, I think we'll, we'll be okay. What's the difference playing in Israel compared to playing in other European countries? Well, I played in uh, I played in almost uh, like I said eleven other I played in I think uh, nine or something other countries other than Israel, um, and I guess the biggest difference for me here, um, obviously, since I've gotten closer to to Judaism and I'm a, um, an Orthodox Jew, it's obviously the biggest difference would be being able to to have that comfort level of, of being in Israel as far as that's concerned. Um, 
but yeah, every place is, is got its ups and downs, but being here in Israel is great, especially because I feel like I'm also kind of, like you say, in the Holy Land. So the, the Hapoel Lot schedule uh, jives well with, uh, with Shabbos and Jewish holidays. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm very lucky, and we're very lucky here in Israel that the basketball league actually doesn't allow, um, doesn't allow games on the Sabbath and, and on holidays not like soccer, for example, where they actually do play on Saturday. So uh, as far as that's concerned, I'm, I'm pretty well off as far as that's concerned, but my team does have to make special arrangements for the whole team so that they can accommodate me. So we don't pra- um, it's normal to practice every single day in basketball, and we practice uh, on Friday mornings, and we practice on Saturdays, Moti Shabbos, after, after Shabbos. But most teams in Israel will practice an hour before Moti Shabbos. They don't really, you know, make sure that that's, that's you know, um, exact. But my team does do that, and they change games uh, for me and for another player who's also religious on my team um, in, so that we won't have to fly. And, and, and so, yeah, they do accommodate me very, very well, and I'm very happy for that. Are there any pl- – I'm, I'm just curious. I'm not judging. Are there any players in the league who wear kipot? No, there aren't. No. Including myself, I don't. I am during during uh, during games. Yeah, yeah. I'm not making any statements or judging. I'm really just curious. But I am I am just fascinated by the fact that the schedule works out the way it does. I hope some of our listeners who are critical sometimes the way that organized things in Israel work when it comes to Shabbat. I hope they realize what you just said in terms of the basketball schedule never interfering with Shabbat or Jewish holidays. What's it like, and how does it feel when you represent Israel on the national basketball team? Because aside from the a lot team, you actually play, I guess, for what we would call Team Israel, right? Yes, Team Israel. We, um, we were in the European Championships, um, not this sum- last summer, but the summer before that in in France. And actually, the European Basketball Championships are being held in Israel this summer. So being a part of those 12 uh, best players that hold Israeli nationality is, is, first of all, it's a great honor because I've got options. I've got uh, three other nationalities. And passport. So um, for me, it's I, that was a joke. But um, I do have the other passports. But I'm I'm happy to be playing for Israel, to have Israel on my shirt, uh, to to represent the country. And um, I was offered to play for the Bosnian national team, and I refused. Um, so I, I'm happy to be part of that. So that means a little bit, maybe even more to me than it would mean for the born Israelis that are just used to being Israeli. For me, it's it's a great honor, and I, I almost sometimes can't believe it when I'm sitting there and I'm, when I'm standing there listening to the an anthem, and I'm realizing, wow, I'm playing I'm playing on Team Israel. It is unbelievable, incredible. Will you be in Israel the rest of your life? Do you think? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm uh, I'm very open to to everything, so I haven't I haven't closed myself off to the possibility of coming back to the states when I'm done. Um, but for now I'm, I'm really enjoying it. We, we move a lot in Israel as well. So I get to see a lot of different cities here and I'm really enjoying it for now. Aside from yourself, who's responsible for your journey to orthodoxy? Um, for my journey to orthodoxy, who's responsible? Well, I've had, um, I've had, you know, uh, I've had friends and, and, and families that have taken that took me in in my first years, and uh, specifically a guy by the name of Asher Platsky who, who uh, took me in every Shabbos in, uh, when I was playing in a team in Kiryat Shmona, and 
he would learn with me every single day, and he would uh, make sure that I was under that I could understand the things I was learning and see them every day. And obviously, I had I have many many um, role models in the Orthodox world as rabbis that I look up to that that uh, that I look up to and that I kind of see them as role models. Robert, you seem like an amazing person with an incredible story, a wonderful history, and a real pride uh, to be playing in Israel and for Team Israel as well. A pleasure to meet you in this manner, and I look forward to actually meeting you in person one day because I would very much enjoy that. Thank you so much for joining me today. Nahum, thank you very much. Thank you. Robert Rothbart plays for Hapoel Elat, plays for Team Israel, has this amazing story having fled with his family when he was six years old from war-stricken Yugoslavia, overcame injury and many uh, challenges to um, to go from a uh, high school kid who was heavily recruited and was offered plenty of scholarships in colleges here in the United States uh, to play in Europe and then eventually get to Israel and, as you heard, uh, to make a journey to Orthodox Judaism, which is pretty remarkable. Robert Rothbart, Kalakavod. Plenty more coming up. It's a Thursday morning broadcast, and you are listening to JM in the AM. <laughs> 